Hello. Today is Friday, April 1st, 2016, and this is the Bike Karma Satirical Bicycle News Show. story tonight is from the BMX community. Order has finally been brought in to control the chaos which was once just considered a part of the BMX lifestyle. The Department of Agriculture and Commerce have formed a joint commission along with the Federal Bureau of Weights and Measurements and Standards to certify what is really considered old school. Similarly to food being labeled as organic, non-GMO, or fair trade, the secondary BMX parts market will finally have a certified old school designation. I mean, how many times do we have to post regarding on a Craigslist that a 90s GT for 500 bucks is not old school? And when you peel off all the ironic stickers off the frame, you want to know it's something special. Really, it's about provenance. A council of 13 BMX enthusiasts from ages 16 to 47 with tons of street cred have been assembled to determine the standards for the official government old school certification. Proceedings were delayed for three weeks, however, when the group could not agree on what pizza toppings to order. Next, a crisis in Brooklyn as hipsters are running out of clever names for craft beers and bicycle ephemera. I knew we were at crisis level when I tried to Google a new obscure historical figure for my quilting project, and the first four pages of results I had were four various organic Dutch pale lagers that were named after Prussian war heroes and men's cycling kilts styles that were after forgotten gods on Etsy, and then I finally thought that I had found some Polish social workers from the 1700s names, and unfortunately, they had been used for a series of solar-powered bike lights. Turning now to motorized bicycles... Motorized bicycle fans have upped their game and invented a four-wheel motorized bicycle with a proper sit-down seat. One model has four doors and a trunk. They are calling it... Progress. already seen in the news this week the development of the 12-speed rear cassette with 12 gears in the back. But now from the world of science, theoretical physicists working at SRAM have determined that a 24-speed rear cassette is the theoretical limit for the number of speeds that can be placed on a rear wheel with a derailleur. The main constraint were the limitations in nanotechnology that would allow the width of the chain to be measured in angstroms. And the rear derailleur needs to be placed by the seat tube now. <laughs> Uh, Now to the business report. eBay provides a new service for people selling bikes on Craigslist and swap meets. For a fee, subscribers are immediately taken to the single most bat-crazy thrown-on-the-wall-to-see-if-it-sticks listing ever.
with all the annoying details about how many dozens of times it was relisted and remained unsold removed from the display. Subscribers to the service can now confidently assert without reservation that this is how much they saw them going for on eBay. Uh, so I'll give you five dollars for that kickstand. I've seen Greenfield kickstands going for way more than that on eBay. I need I need at least a hundred bucks. Hundred for a kickstand? I not I could do ninety. I mean, check it, check it on your phone. eBay. Greenfield kickstands. It's a brand name. Greenfield Mass, man. Made in the United States. I know. United States. And just as a note to our listeners, Greenfield kickstands are the finest in the world. They are made in the USA, and they are ubiquitous and free in most states. The group Future Bike Flippers of America is suing Walmart for flooding America with low-quality bicycle-shaped objects that not only cannot last their assumed lifespan, but will not be under any circumstances flippable in the future. Unless specific drastic design measures are put into place to improve entry-level bicycle quality, bicycle flippers, as a species, will go extinct before the elephants. <laughs> shave a couple grams off and now it uh, just hovers above the ground it's got the tires not no friction even though his bicycle is so light that it does not touch the ground mr. grass is still disappointed that he couldn't afford the top-shelf secret heaven joy level Shimano components that you have to go personally to Japan and buy to do this you need to solve three riddles and bring several thousand pairs of vintage red tab Levi's And now a story from our help desk. A new bicycle startup company from Portland is jumping on the paleo lifestyle bandwagon. Paleo Bike did have to take some poetic license with the historical paleo timeline moving up the invention of the wheel slightly. But it hasn't all been sunsets and glaciers. Early infighting between the Cro-Magnon models and the more upright Homo sapien models almost put the company in bankruptcy. And our final story tonight, Walmart is selling the cheapest bike ever. Yes, the least expensive adult human bicycle in the history of humankind. Retailing at $14.67. It is the least expensive adult-sized bicycle-shaped object ever. This is far less expensive than bicycles even a century ago. Not being satisfied with breaking only a single record, the liability waiver that must be signed before purchase is also breaking a record as the longest waiver ever, even exceeding that of the jokingly long iTunes agreement. Regardless, they are flying off the shelves. One man bought one for every day of the month. Unfortunately, while trying to ride one in the parking lot, a young woman was severely injured when several components spontaneously failed simultaneously. But most shoppers are undeterred. At these prices, I can buy a new one every mile if it breaks for less than my local bike store charges for one of their so-called quality bikes. Whoops. Well, I got three more lined up over there. 
enjoyed this little spoof. This is not a typical episode, and it was a little hastily put together, so thanks for being a little forgiving. It's in the spirit of April Fool's and April 1st, and having a little fun with just our whole bike culture. If you want to hear what one of the regular episodes sounds like, please check out some of our other episodes. We usually have a good interview and a couple of segments on each. So I'll be back with another regular episode in May. New interviews, new stories. And uh, if you have an idea for a story and you'd like to share, please get a hold of me at bikekarmaguy at gmail.com. Please, if you like the show, uh, give us a review on iTunes. It really helps get us out there. If you go to Podbean, uh, you do not need to sign up to listen to us there. But if you do sign up to listen there, please uh, follow us or leave comments uh, through that service. Um, Also on Facebook. Contact me through there, and also you can see a lot of the stuff that we talk about in the podcast on Instagram. And there's a lot of nice people who I'm following and who are following me, and I appreciate all of that. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for putting up with this weird little episode. It is atypical, so give the other ones a chance, uh, and you can see what the show's really about. Special thank you to Ryan, Seth, and Ellen all the folks at BC Co. for being patient with me. I hope everybody has a great April and that you get out there and you get some riding done. I know that I'm going to and keep it wheel until next time. Bike Karma, Bicycle Karma, and the awesome Bicycle Karma cat drawn by my daughter are all trademarks of me, Tom Brown, for the Bicycle Karma Project. All rights are reserved.